been a while, ladies and Germans. It's been a very long time. Uh, we're back here, PFC 190 Fantasy Talk for all you Premier League supporters out there. Match day eight coming up, and we got our wise wizard, Bussington, with us to give you all the advice you're going to need. Thanks for the compliment. So soon, you must have had a good uh, vacation. You'll be coming hot yeah. with compliments. I know. Considering uh, United is playing Liverpool, your club is playing my club. Uh, that was that was a heavy compliment for this week. I should be like yelling at you, just being mean. But I guess I'm just relaxed. I'm vibing out right now. You know what? After you see some of my picks, you'll probably be more complimentative of me. <laughs> some of these complimentative. Picks. How you're making up words? Words already. <laughs> I like you. Is that the word? <laughs> All right, let's get into the top five in the PFC League so far this week. What do you have, Hus? Okay, so we, we were just talking about this guy, Marty McFly, the guy with the icon in the title. You still have not responded. How do you get the icon in, in the name? <laughs> Come on, Marty. <laughs> uh, the Kevlar Ravens. Uh, his total on the year is 446. He's up by 19 points on top of A, B, C, D, E, F, C on Sean Maroney. Still the best name, man. Still the best <laughs> name. Killing me every time I hear it. Uh, we've got Wayne Powell. Wayne's winners. He got 70 points on the week, but he got 426 just behind Sean in third place. Then we got Mohammed Helmi with Ali FC. He only got 36 on the week, so he dropped down to fourth with 421. And then we have fifth place, we have Evan Prosco. Liverpool's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say his damn name. Liverpool sucks <laughs> is his name, ladies and Germans. I don't know why I keep saying that. Yeah, ABCD, EFC might have the best, but Evan, you have the worst. You have the worst name, I promise you. Uh, you got 44 points on the week, so he dropped down to fifth. So he has 418 points on the year. Beast. Um, and then let's get into the PFC rankings. Obviously not in the top five, but as I like to say, ladies first. You guys can lead, but up, up until match day 38, I'll be in that top five, no question. Uh, we got Hussey leading the pack of the PFC Nation, 15 points, uh, 15th place, 63 points last week, 396 on the uh, on the year. We got Al in second place, slash 36th place, with 51 points on the week, 355 on the year. Myself in 48th, climbing top half of the table, coming up like Burnley, dude, just swimming right now, killing it. You just re you just refer to yourself as a mid table team. Yeah, right now I am, dude. And we're gonna morph into a Leicester. We're gonna march on, dude. Uh, okay, you're gonna morph into a different team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no question, dude. Forty <laughs> eighth uh, place, almost dragon, but not quite. Uh, Fifty nine points on the week, three hundred and forty two on the year, and Fareed, sixty sixth place, dragon, absolutely dragon, with forty three points on the week. 323 overall, and Tom, my brother, struggling. 70th place. He's in the sevens, ladies and gentlemen. I don't <laughs> think the league goes up to eight. I don't think this machine goes up to eight. Tom in 70th place, 54 points on the week, 312 on the year. My goodness, he just can't get out of the basement. He's Sunderland right now. I'll put it this way. When we were talking after the show this past weekend, he already started talking about how he can't wait 
for the World Cup fantasy to start. So he's already he's already done with this year. He's already done with Premier League, I guess. Dude, R.I.P. to the World Cup, man. U- U.S. Men's National Team. If you haven't seen the video, uh, we did a quick reaction video this morning about the news that uh, the U.S. Men's National Team is not making it to the World Cup. It's it's devastating, devastating. But uh, yeah, let's get back to fantasy. Buy, keep, sell, risk points from last week, Cuz. What do you have? So last week we didn't do completely good, but we did better than what I thought we did. Uh, so the buys sound like a maniac. <laughs> they were who we thought they were. <laughs> okay, so we actually did decent. We just didn't do what I want because we talked before how I want to be averaging at least twenty-five points for the buys and the keeps. Risks, I want anywhere between 15 and 35. I want I want something huge or something just just I want some great calls or some just crappy calls, I guess. I mean, yeah, obviously I want risk, to be good, but I want to be a little bit more risky on those, obviously, hence the name. But by we got 16 overall points, so it's not too bad. The keeps we got 20 overall points, so that's still not too bad. That's averaging five points per player. That's really not horrible. And then for the cells, we got four. I mean, so that would keep you nice and low. And I hit – one of them is tricky because I did – for the cell, I did any Huddersfield defender. And one (laughs) one of the defenders got one. Everyone else got zeros. So I definitely hit that one. Oh, there you go. (laughs) And then uh, we got the the risk. We got eight points. So right there – well, the risks did not fall in our favor this time, but no. But uh, what's the risk if sometimes if you win it every time, then it's not a risk, right? It's a sure thing. You know, it's one of those things where I still don't hate the risks that we picked because I mean, one of the risks was Chicha. You never know, and then another one was Deli Ali. I'm just it, Deli Ali. Last week, I just when is he gonna pop? When is he gonna score those that brace? When is he gonna get the the two goals and assists? We don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's around the corner. He's overdue, man. Uh, it's like Coutinho. Coutinho was overdue. Now he's starting to pop a bit. Now everyone's going to jump on that bandwagon. He's going to be cool for a week, a match day or so, because uh, he's playing against United. We're going to shut that bitch down. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Deli Ali, man, he's he's ripe to pop. He's ripe to pop. I'm sure he'll be featured in our, in our midfield segment of this episode. So favorable, unfavorable matchups. Um, then we have favorable matchups. We got Palace versus Chelsea. Basically, anyone that plays Palace will be a favorable matchup any week this whole year, even if Zaha comes back or when he comes back, rather. <laughs> of course, he's coming back. I don't know why I said Jesus. if he comes back. Throwing <laughs> out the bad juju, dude. Maybe he's taking an Uber with uh, Serge Aguero. I don't know. Whoa. Uh, no. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Maybe, maybe <laughs> he, he was the Uber driver. Uh, so <laughs> So then we got City versus Stoke, Spurs versus Bournemouth, Watford versus Arsenal, and this one, this one actually isn't too favorable. Brighton versus Everton. This is a gut pick. This is a pick in my gut that I'm just saying that there's going to be goals scored. Cool. You think it'll be a high-scoring shootout? Uh, I'm thinking maybe like a two-two type of game, cool. where there's going to be enough goals where you can get some points. Uh, unfavorable matchups. We got Liverpool versus United. Nobody knows. I mean, every time someone says Liverpool's defense sucks, 
they always seem to get like a one nothing, a one one zero zero type of game against United. So you never know because right now with well, I'll get into it. I'll get into Liverpool in a little bit. So uh, we got Burnley versus West Ham, Swansea versus Huddersfield, Southampton versus Newcastle, and Leicester versus West Brom. Toss ups, all toss ups. Exactly. These could be anywhere between zero zero to three three type of games. I just don't know at the moment. So goalkeeper. Starting out with the goalkeepers, we got for the buying, we got Robert Elliott of Newcastle. Now, some people may say, oh, that's your buy? You're going with a Newcastle type of player? Well, he's only 4.1 overall in price. So that's a really good price, but he's owned by 25.1%. So I'm not alone on this. Then also, Southampton, who they're facing, is sit, has the six most shots per game with 15.1, and they're 14th. Uh, for the lowest amount of goals. They've only had five goals on the year. So when you think about the high shots, 15 shots, and they're averaging less than a goal a game, Newcastle has been surprising people as well. So if they get a clean sheet and they get probably 10 shots a game, not even like the average, we're looking at a good 10 points for Robert Elliott. Yeah, it's a good shot. Keep. We got Courtois. I mean, do I really have to explain it? It's Palace versus Chelsea. It's the, the keeper for Chelsea. I mean, I know that Conte might not be playing because uh, some muscle injuries, but come on. It's Palace versus Chelsea. Yeah, that means nothing. That means unless nothing. If, unless if David Luiz does something stupid to get a red card, <laughs> Palace yeah. have no chance. And you know what? I know when they say every team has a chance on any given day. No, Palace doesn't. No. Not, not on this given day. Not on this upcoming match day. But you watch us. The soccer gods, the way they work, man. You watch Palace manage to squeak away one nothing victory. Um, I, him. Well, I hope. Because both of us would be very happy for that. That's true. That's true. We'll hate it for fantasy. But we'll love it for uh, for the real life. Oh, yeah. Selling. I have to, I have to sell Mignolet. I mean... The... Liverpool's defense is just atrocious right now. They have United coming at home. Then they have Spurs away. Now, the only hope that I can really say is that they usually play the top teams pretty well. And we've got United at home, which is good. And then you also have Spurs, who are Spurs at home, where they haven't been playing very well. So that's actually in Liverpool's favor. But at the same time, he's still playing two very good teams. And with Mane... uh, being being injured, being out for the next six weeks or so. You got Salah, who's been playing a lot with his uh, with Egypt. You got Coutinho playing a lot with Brazil. They're going to be tired. Uh, are they going to have the pressure that they need up top to really help the defense out back? I don't think so, man. I I think these games these games are going to be really tricky. If Liverpool can come out with three points in the next two weeks. I think that is not a victory, but that's pretty good. If they can come out with four points in the next two weeks, that's a victory, I think. Yeah, good shout. Uh, Then we're going into risk pick. I'm going to go actually the other way around on this one. I'm going to go to the United keeper, David De Gea. Risk? I'm saying risk because... You never know with Liverpool because it's okay. so potent on because again, 
if Coutinho isn't that tight or Salah isn't that tight. Or look at Henderson last year with that shot he had against Chelsea that went top 90 to the right. I mean, no, no one saw that coming. And these are the type of goals that Liverpool just seems to score. Firmino just shows up. And if Milner plays, if you get a penalty again, like they did, what was it? I forget when was that, like February or January, they had that, that game last year. And Milner was the one that got the, uh, the goal. Uh, the yep. tying goal, well, the winning, it was the, the go-ahead goal, which was eventually the the uh, the goal to tie. But you never know with Liverpool how they score. I still think it's a risk to go against Liverpool's offense, but David De Gea with a, a solid defense at United. He's 5.6 overall. He's 37.2% owned. So it's also a risk because you're going with everybody as well. Yeah. Defense. Here we go. I'm going with Harry Maguire uh, of Leicester City. I'm saying that because he got West Brom at home. West Brom, let's look at their totals right now. West Brom, where are you? You have six goals on the season. Got 9.7 shots overall. I mean, the possession you're looking at 40.3% of the possession on the on the year. These aren't these I you only have what are you I wish I could see the actual number that they're ranked, but they're ranked lower do table on aerial wins. So even when the ball is crossing in, they're not scoring with the headers because West Brom used to be so dominant in the air from I think they'll come together with the set pieces. They're the tallest team in the league. Man United close second behind them. But last year, remember um, a bunch of the defenders rotating the goals. Um, I think they'll come together, man. They just have to work on those set pieces. And they've had basically two weeks to kind of figure that out. A lot of these, you know, top teams lose most of their talent to, to European qualifiers, World Cup qualifiers. In West Brom's case, I don't think they've lost many people, you know, so I think they've been working on those kind of those finer, minute parts. You don't need to run, you know, for two weeks during this break. It's already match day eight. You know, these guys should be in match rhythm at this point. But at the same time, Harry Maguire, he's been so big for Leicester that <laughs> yeah, I really yes. think that he's he's been almost like a reincarnation of like Huth when I say that, where he is like a younger version, which is big. How? Boy. Dare you disrespect <laughs> Maguire by comparing I, him to that oaf? I in love Robert Hooth. I love Hooth. My, oh my God, God. you love him because he's ex Liverpool. No, no, no. He's ex Chelsea. Ah, sorry, ex Chelsea. Yeah. Ah, no, I don't. I don't love him for that. I mean, he, he just—he's just a mm. goon. I love the goons because he just—he—he he gives no fucks on the field, basically. And he's all in. <laughs> so I Judge love that. <laughs> he's just. Slow as molasses. It's horrible. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Harry Maguire of Leicester for the buying of the defenders. Keep. Keep Stephen Ward. My God. This guy, uh, Burnley, he's just been outstanding. Think about what he's been doing. He's 41 points on the year. Uh, one goal, one assist, two, cl three clean sheets. The guy is 4.6. I bought him at 4.5. He's been on my team the entire year. I have not played him once, I think. Or I played him tw twice. One time he got me eight points. It's just he keeps surprising. And this is the type of player, 
even though his fixture's coming up. You got West Ham at home, which is pretty decent. You got City. That's the one where he's so cheap, you don't have to drop him. And you got Newcastle, Southampton, Swansea. After that, you got uh, some tougher ones, but keep this guy. He's still going to rake in some points, hopefully. Huss, real side note. I was racking my brain about Robert Huth. I was like, really? Chelsea? So I looked it up. He did play at Chelsea. So I'm thinking, who was I thinking at Liverpool who was also a big oaf? No, Sammy Hoopia, dude. Oh. He's 6'4". <laughs> looks, he's like Robert Huth with longer hair, dude. Just this big <laughs> oaf, booting, kick the ball out. I'm a monster. All right. I feel a lot better now. I was like, dude, am I going crazy? Am I having early onset? So I had to look it up real quick. I was thinking Sammy Hoopy and not Robert Hooth. Sorry, bro. I mean, if that defense works. I mean, keep him. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, the defense was good back then. I don't know how, but geez. He's the type of defender that can take a boot in the face and just keep running. Right? He, he was a machine. Robot? Ooh, what's a robot now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, selling. Speaking of Liverpool. Any Liverpool defender, just get rid of. <laughs> my God. You know what? I appreciate your honesty. I applaud oh your God. honesty. Uh, your unbiasedness. Tom, take notes, bro. Take notes, you Arsenal gooner maniac. <laughs> I mean, look at it. They're playing Lukaku, and then they're playing Kane. They're probably the two most prolific strikers in the league besides Aguero. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and again... With money out, you have such a dent in your uh, offensive third defense, shall we say, where they're pressing and pressing and pressing. But now that with money out, they're going to have to fill somebody. Maybe Ox plays to help. I'm not sure. This, this Huss, great shot, man. This is his time, dude. I, I know you're talking about defenders right now. We'll get into midfield, but this is Ox's time. Okay. Well, for, for me on this, I, I, I still hope he – Ox does not play winger. He want. I, I feel as if he needs. He needs to play on one side of Chan or Wijnaldum, where Henderson. Or just Chan swap, the fo- yeah. swap the formation. You can have Henderson, Chan, and Ox working in the middle, and then from uh, Coutinho on one side, Salah on the other, Firmino up top. Boom, it's done. Yeah. But you keep Ox in the middle. Either way, Ox has to slide in right now. This is his time. So. I mean, this this is where you can prove all those Gunner fans wrong and the whole, oh, yeah. oh, since he's come over, they've only won one game or something, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and this is why he went to Liverpool, yeah. to, to actually play. You know, this is why he didn't choose Chelsea, United, City. He chose Liverpool because Liverpool is a youth project and they do embrace youth. Play this man. I know you have Sturridge uh, that you want to get into the mix, dude. Sturridge will be fine. Get Ox firing. I, I don't think he's going to play, though, because Wijnaldum, Chan. Chan just got, came off of Germany scoring for them. They have Wijnaldum because they're at home. He always does better at home. You got Henderson, who's the captain. So he, that right there are all the spots. Yeah. And up top, yeah. he's got Coutinho, Firmino, Salah. It's going to be basically the same formation, the same yeah. tactics as they played last year. All you're doing is swapping out Mane and Salah. You got a speedy yeah. dude on the right. I mean, hopefully – there, there is some way that they can find Ox a place on the field because the longer they wait to find him a place on the field, I think tension's going to build. Yep. I think the uneasy nerves, so it's just going to get worse. And if we want to roll this into the defensive to get back on track, 
that's not going to help the Liverpool defense at all because if they're not pressing up top, they're just going to have people slide right through the middle. And look, Lovren, Mata, one of the two are the guy. We don't know yet who. They are missing a top defender. We don't know who's going to come in because Lazio's guy, I can't say his name, um, who just signed the, the new contract extension, his release clause at 30 million euros, and then uh, you have Virgil van Dijk. Those are the two names that are getting thrown around a lot. If one of them come in, I'm pretty sure that Matip or Lovren will be able to hang with them next to them. But right now, those two get two B players who are just not hanging right now. And then you got Robinson doing well on the outside, but the tactics of the outside backs just bombing up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. They get tired. So they're going to have, they're going to let in goals. It is what it is. Yeah. So after going after that rant. <laughs> I know. You, you, you took off on Liverpool. I love it, though. It was great. <laughs> uh, so my risk pick for the defenders, Nacho Monreal. Oh, boy. He's played every game. He's actually done pretty good. Uh, as much as people want to give him crap because last year he didn't do so well. But if you look at uh, some of the stats, since moving into like the center back role when um, Kishani was out and now Mush uh, Mustafi's out, he's actually done pretty well. He's a smart player. He's getting older. That's the problem. His legs aren't moving as fast as they once were. Um, he's only 5.5, only 6.8% on him. But now with Mustafi out, he's guaranteed to play every game. He was playing every game, but now he's definitely going to play every game. Love it. All right. And then who, who are they playing? I forgot to say who. Oh, they're playing Watford at home. So, oh, sorry, Watford away. So that's not horrible, but as Farid says, Watford, the team to watch. Yeah, uh, they've been causing waves. And they get Everton away, Swansea at home. Those are three winnable. Those are three clean sheets for Arsenal if they actually play the way they should. Cool. Um, midfielders. Midfielders. Bye. The player that people seem to have forgotten about. The guy who scored for Belgium over the weekend. Actually, you got a brace for them. You got a goal, then a penalty. The one and only Eden Hazard. And this guy playing against Palace, then Watford at home. Then you get Bournemouth. Then you get United, true. Then you got West Brom, but then you got Liverpool, Swansea, Newcastle, West Ham, Huddersfield, Southampton. <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. And he's only at 10.5. This could be a huge steal. He's only owned by 3.7%. Are the you saying it's time to jump in on Eden Hazard? My God. I mean, let's see he doesn't score against Palace. You're telling me... He's not going to score in the next two games, three games. I mean, that, I'd put money on that. And oh, boy. Hell, I'd no put meatballs up. Meatballs up. But, I mean, it just – everything right now seems perfect to pick up Eden Hazard. He, he cool. scored in one of uh, – he scored two goals out of the two games, but one goal uh, – sorry, one game he scored both of them, though. But he still played pretty well uh, in the other. So – this guy, you have to pick him up. He's the player of the year, uh, what, three years ago? Uh, then yeah. he ended off season with um, Jose. And then last year, he was basically runner-up to his teammate, Conte. I mean, yeah. this guy, he's 
He's legit, man. He's, he's legit. world class. Yes. Yes. And at for sure. I mean, imagine being able to pick up uh, Alexi Sanchez at ten point five at this moment. I mean, this, this is crazy. What's his price right now, Sanchez? Sanchez, I think he's at eleven point five or eleven point four. It's always so expensive. I'll check that right now. He is at <laughs> he's eleven point nine. That's nuts, but it makes sense. So yeah, but you can buy Eden Hazard for one point four less. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a huge steal. Cool. Uh, okay, that's enough for Eden and Chelsea keeper. Leroy Sané, price at eight point three overall, is uh, picked up by seven. Sorry, six point seven percent of the teams. He has four goals in the last. 218 league minutes. This guy, uh, he's a stud because Aguero is injured <clears throat> and Jesus has been playing so much with Brazil. You don't know exactly who's going to be playing uh, top, but you know who's going to be probably playing on the outsides because they also have the Champos, the Champions League game on Tuesday night. So we're looking at uh, Sterling and Sane both playing. I just like Sané because this kid, if you pick the right day, he'll erupt for goals. Sterling, he can too, but he, for me, Sterling is more about uh, getting the assist and causing penalties. Uh, Sané, I like this kid. Who, who are they playing? They're playing Stoke at home. Stoke at home, yeah. Then Burnley at home, <laughs> then West Brom away. And then, look, this team is averaging – ridiculous amount of goals. Probably, I don't know the exact number, but it has to be around four or five a game. Yeah, they're pacing, they're saying right now they're pacing the same uh, record Chelsea paced when they broke, the same goal rate Chelsea had when they broke the, the scoring record. They have yeah. 22 goals in seven games. Yeah, but you can't Right move. behind them. Uh, United? Glory, glory, with 21. Yeah, well, that was also with Pogba on the field. Um, no, no, we've still been smashing teams for nothing, Huss, even without him. All right, that last one was one nothing, I thought. No, but the one before that, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, moving okay. on <laughs> when Fellaini scored two. Yeah, oh when you guys God. failed to mention it with the right respect, <laughs> Fellaini, that was scored a like brace. Yeah, while he, I was in Florence, Italy, watching this dude scoring a brace. My fiance, well, my wife now was going absolutely nuts. I love it. All that was missing was a Fellaini jersey wrapped around her head. That's why I married the girl. It's a diehard. But would you prefer to have Fellaini's chest on you? Ew, Huss. <laughs> best chest, best so, chest in the world. Oh, sorry, best chest trap. <laughs> yes, yes, chest trap. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> All right. Moving on, because the guy who's not even great at scoring goals, but just great at deflecting goals because he has the ball kicked at him, Fellaini. No, uh, <laughs> who am I going to sell? Uh, what's his name from Watford? Decor. Is that how we say that? Defour. Stephen Defour. Oh, Decore. Decore. Yeah, Decore. Yep. Uh, priced at 5.3. Overall, owned by 12.5%. Look, Watford, you got Arsenal at home, Chelsea away. Do I really have to say much more? But then you have Stoke home, Everton away. I mean, those are gonna be four really tough, tough matchups. Yeah. Well, uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna see what Watford's made of. Fareed said that the team to watch 
out of those four games, they have to get at least four points, in my opinion. I'm thinking six. Six? You think they're going to beat Stoke and Everton? If they are the team to watch, they have no to beat Everton. Way, dude. That's, that's, right now. But that's Everton. Watford, bro. If they're the team, if they want to finish top Everton's 10. Everton's a sleeping giant. Everton's a sleeping giant. They just need someone in that number nine position who can put things away. They have too many center mids, like Tom said. But, they, man, you can never have too many center mids in the EPL. No, they need to play Sandro so I can win that bet against L. Yeah. Put him on the field. <laughs> He's Charlie Austin. Put him on the field. He'll score. That's it, he, dude. He didn't have chances. So maybe, maybe it's not even the players. Maybe it could be the gaffer. Kuman. Oh. No, Could don't be. you dare he, say that about my, my boy Kuman. He, he's thinking too much. Mm, don't no, not ready. I'm not ready to discuss <laughs> nope. that. No, no, no. No way. Kuman's the man. Legend. He's yeah. like Pellegrini, dude. Just needs a little bit of time to figure it out. Once it clicks, man. <laughs> Once it clicks. Pochettino. Why did I say Pellegrini? I hate Pellegrini. <laughs> Pochettino. <laughs> awesome. I'm so rusty, dude. It's been so long. Oh. All right. Let's keep this moving. Let's keep this train moving. You're still, you're still in my role. I'm supposed to be the one that's always crazy. <laughs> just I know. Thing. so loopy right now. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> All right. Going for a risk. I know that I said sell him last, last time, but I'm going with a risk with this guy. I'm going with my boy, the guy that I had at the beginning of the season, that Pascal – Grob or Gross, whatever you want to say. Gross. Yeah. I, I really need to find out how to say this guy's name. I say it's it all the time. But it's but it's like a B. That's like a German like two S's together is like a B in German, I thought. I don't know. I'm gonna look that up. He's so making things up, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? They pronounce his name as gross. I don't know if it is, but that's what the commentators are saying. So you know what? I'm gonna trust that they had some genius producer slash intern asked us to do the pronunciation. We need right. to get an intern. <laughs> yeah, we do. We need a PFC intern. Anyone out there want to volunteer, help us out. We got a lot of stuff working, a lot of stuff cooking. You think we're joking. We're not. If you really want to help out, you send us Please. an email. <laughs> we'll put you to work. Get you on the team, son. You get you a, I'll buy you a hat myself, the one that Tiggy's wearing right there. Boom, new merchandise. Check it out, pfcshop.com. Uh, so Brighton, they're taking on Everton at home, West Ham away, Southampton home, Swansea away, Stoke at home. These are all games that are just up in the air. That's why this is a perfect time to pick this guy as a risk. Everton has been crap. Uh, Ashley Williams has been a story out saying, is it time to replace him? Because he's just been throwing errors out there, just error after error. There's no cohesion on the defensive end or just offensive end anywhere in Everton. There's just no glue anywhere. So is this the right time? I think this is the right time to pick a player to go against Everton because always once in a while, a single goal, a couple goals. Put it this way, Everton can't get points. A goal will go in against them. Who's going to score it? I don't know, but who's going to get the assist? Pascal. <laughs> I like it. Well, Everton's only scored four on the year and they've lit in 12, so I think you're onto something with your theory. And then forwards. I'm going to buy Bashwai. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you Bashwai. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that's horrible. I know. Jesus. I know. <laughs> oh, God. 
I leave for a few episodes, and this is what I get: hussy, hussyisms. <laughs> you should have heard my uh, my other one. Uh, what was it? Last last episode, two episodes ago. I don't know, Huss. I've been listening. Go ahead, tell tell the, the fans in case they missed it. The Hazadbins and the Never Awobies. <laughs> you like that, dude? I was literally driving um, with my wife in the car and we were listening to the episode and I had to rewind it. I was like, there's no way they just let him get away with saying that. It was funny though. It got me chuckling. It was so silly. So see, the, the best part was you didn't see your brother's face when, when I brought up a wolfie. Tom's face was like, like yeah. yeah. Oh, he is so serious about Arsenal. No, it's so serious about Wobi and the youth system. <laughs> Oh, sorry, right? the youth player. Right, it's not much as a system if you're producing <laughs> one player every freaking five seasons. <laughs> you got. It's always crapping on United. We're out here just jizzing youth everywhere, all over the place. They produce one guy who's all playing, and he's going to bring up Nathan and Miles or whoever that dude is. He gets to make the team sheet once every five games but never gets a minute. It's ridiculous. Get that old man out of there. Did the Arsenal youth coach have to like go on really like on sabbatical because the one youth player came up? It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. All right, all right, Bushwai. All right, let's get back <laughs> into Bushwai and tell me Bushwai. <laughs> he's only he's only priced at eight point one, which is a very good price. Uh, he's only owned by 09 percent of all the teams out there in the land. Uh, I'm only picking him because Marata's out. And Haas, Haas, let's address the drama that occurred, man. So Morata goes out hurt, injured. I know you guys got into it on the show, but this is relevant for fantasy if we're going to buy this dude. Um, and they sub in Willian instead of a forward, a guy who's used to playing by himself up top. What makes you think he's going to see any action for Chelsea? Gut. <laughs> <laughs> you said that was such conviction. Good. I love it. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. That's, this is why we have you as the wizard, man. Cool. Awesome. But this is this is also what this is also what happens when we record so late at night. Okay. I know, dude. Right. Never sleeping, never sleeping over here. All right, a bushwai. Um, I, I just one of those things. I, I truly believe that this. I think this is his last time to shine. If he does not shine here, it's game over for him in Chelsea. I think there's a good chance he might be gone in January. It's so sad, man. It's so sad because he really hasn't been given a fair shake. I think he should be given at least 20, 25 games to really assess this kid. He's young too. It's Belgian up-and-comer, which means whatever water he was drinking in Belgium is going to make him a superstar in the next couple of years, man. Can't bail on this kid early. He's he's not Lukaku or anything, but Lukaku had the same kind of plight. Maybe to your point, he does, you know, need to take a step down, get some playing time, and then, you know, make up another push back into the top four like Lukaku did. But it's just so unfortunate that we're talking about this guy's career at Chelsea being over and we're only on match day eight. Well, I mean, just just looking around the league, I'm not sure if Chelsea would even think of selling to another team, but the names you think of real quick, Arsenal and Liverpool. Because if Coutinho does get sold in January, 
You can, if Klopp switches his formation, I don't know if he will. He's almost like the new version of Wagner because he just not, he doesn't change. He just, he just keeps the same formation. And like, yeah. I, it's like the four, three, three, I understand. But if you do change to like a four, two, three, one, maybe Firmino can be pushed back into the middle of the three where Coutinho could be playing, but he wouldn't be there. And Bashwai could be the striker. I'm not sure. But um, looking out somewhere else, there's going to be plenty of takers for a striker in January, uh, especially if uh, Napoli loses one of their guys. I mean, there's, there's so many places out there. Yeah, but I don't think they'll sell him, dude, simply for the mere fact that they don't have a replacement. Like, who's going to replace Morata if he goes down hurt again? Like, yeah. they're going to keep him till next summer. But I think I think next summer he might be out. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a bummer for him. Yeah. Uh, right. Keeper, speaking of Arsenal, Lacazette, 10.4, still a very good price for this player. 14.9 percent of the teams own him look this guy doesn't have too many points It's 32 points on the year he's only scored four goals and two of them came in one game but you can't you can't doubt this guy's ability really i mean who are they playing the watford away everton away swansea home these are games where if arsenal are going to make top four these are must win games or at Definitely. least at least seven out of the nine points are must. Definitely. I agree. So if so, this is the guy that's going to score for them. If he doesn't score, they're not going to win. Because Alexi Sanchez, well, actually, I take it back, because Alexi Sanchez put Arsenal on his back last year, I guess. But if they get in sync with each other, this could be dangerous for other teams. Definitely. Hopefully, Wenger will get in the way of that by not playing them together or always subbing out Lacazette. Oh, my God. I just realized that without trying to do it, my fourth sell of the day is Firmino. I've had three <laughs> Liverpool cells. Oh, my God. Attic stations. Freaking oh. out, dude. Man, I didn't, I didn't think – I didn't even try to do that. <coughs> That's not a good. That's not a good feeling because my. That's basically <laughs> like my inner body, just like my inner voice telling me, "Sell, sell, sell." Run, <laughs> Oh my goodness! But for me, you know, eight point five. Look, if Bishwai does play, that would be the better option, obviously, because of who they're playing. Twenty-one point four percent of the teams own Firmino in the league at the moment. Who they're playing? They're playing United, and then. They're playing Spurs away. I mean, the, you can't really put money on Firmino. Will he score? He could. I mean, it, you can't doubt that his ability. But is he a is he a, a good risk right now? No, he's not. So ending the day with our last forward, our risk player is Gabby Jesus, and it's for all the, the reasons why I said it earlier. 10.5, good price, 15.6% on him, but he may not play. But even if he does play, he may get subbed early. We're looking at maybe 60 minutes in because international game, uh, he played 90 minutes, I believe. Uh, he has Champions League Tuesday night. Aguero's still hurt. We don't it's know. It's all valid points, us. All great points, man. So it's less about the player, 
more about the opportunities you have because against this team uh, Stoke, this is the type of team that can drag on for a one nothing loss or something. So if they yeah. drag this on for zero zero, I could very well see goals coming in the seventieth, seventy fifth, eightieth moment, and Gabby Jesus might already be out of the game if he plays. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Uh, so let's get into the captain's picks. Ah, uh, captain. You know what? I I have to go with Hazard. Playing the worst team in the league, and he very well might be the best player in the league. And he's just coming back into his his realm. So I you have to go with him. I dig it. For vice captain, I'm going to go. Captain. Yeah, vice captain. I decided oh, to throw in a vice captain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I would go with Harry Kane, man, playing a struggling Bournemouth winless so far this season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, nope, one win. Sorry, guys. One win for Bournemouth so far this season. But, man, Harry Kane is firing on all cylinders. I would go vice-captain Harry Kane if you don't have Hazard. Okay. Yeah, I also – I actually took a look at Robert Elliott as well. Because like Damn, said, you're all over this Newcastle goalkeeper, huh? Dude, I've owned him since the beginning of the season. I remember him from two years ago. Uh, I have him too. I definitely it, have him too. Because when Cruel went out two years ago, he stepped in and he got Man. me points. He got well, he got he got me a few points because they lost a lot. But he was a great pickup because I think he was only like three point seven or something when I bought him. But right now, four point one. He can't beat that. But for the captain's sake, again, Southampton. Sixth most shots and the 14th lowest amount of goals in the year. Less than a goal a game for Southampton. That's so sad. They've struggled to find goals, man. Again, we always say this. Um, Southampton is in that rebuilding phase. They've kind of been drained of their talent. They still have one last major chip holding on, Virgil van Dijk. Bertrand. But after that, uh, actually Bertrand as well and the goalkeeper, um, Forster. Yeah, so they're still holding on, but um, it's a matter of time, man, before this team has to completely rebuild and develop a new Mane, a new Lalana, a new Oxlade. They're coming. They're in the youth system right now. They're probably 17, 18 years old right now. You'll see them in two years popping, and everyone will be all over them. But, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a rebuilding phase for Southampton right now. Well, you also have – I mean, they have um, Tadic, who I like, who might be out though soon. Then they also have Redmond, who can be inconsistent. Um, Stevens, who took over for Virgil van Dijk when he first went out. He's Stevens a youth product. Looks promising. Yep. Stevens looks very promising. And then um, right back, um, Cedric, uh, Portuguese. He's pretty good, too. So he very well could be out in the next couple of years. I could see him being bought by Chelsea. Yeah. So, cool, man. You say cool? Right. I said cool, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right, so that wraps it up for Fantasy Talk Premier League Match Day 8. Um, feel free to join our league. We're going to keep it open probably till Match Day 10 or so and then shut it down. So tell your friends, tell your mama about the PFC Fantasy League. Go to PremierLeague.com or check this episode description for instructions on how to join the league. If you're already in the league, good luck getting your ass whipped. I'm in 48th place. I'm coming for that ass. Hoss? I just realized the blinds behind me look crazy. I'm going to have to switch that up next week. 
They look okay. like blinds, dude. They look like blinds. Really? Oh, I thought they were kind of like. Dude, I got I got yeah. like Pam spray right here. I can't I can't really turn it because I'm not authorized to advertise. But <laughs> right here, I got a two box behind me. I got some red flowers over there. I got corks right here. Like <laughs> crazy background, man. This is my this is my apartment with my wife. So we're just shooting out here, trying to make things happen for the love of the game. Thank you for all your support. Keep downloading our podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep supporting us. Check out the store. We got a new merch in there. Winter is coming. I don't know when because it's super hot out here in the East Coast. But I'm loving it, as African as I am. Huss, uh, <laughs> thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your great wisdom. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, Liverpool's going down, though. Liverpool's going down this weekend. Um, hmm. That's all you need to know right there. 1-1. Um, 1-1. I go 3-1 United. Get some. Of course you would. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We will see you on Sunday for the review episode, PFC 191. Peace. Later.